1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America.
2: Here's Tara Servatius.
3: the Insane Things Podcast, where we run down the most insane things that happen this week with only two pre-qualifications. They have to be unprecedented in history or modern history and be things that could change everything. You'd think I couldn't do this every week, but I do. Let's get started. Thing number seven. I've been warning you for a long time on this podcast that America would become a world destination for criminals and terrorists who are wanted in their own countries because why stay there and go to prison for the rest of your life if you can just come here? And that philosophy was apparently adopted by a wanted terrorist from Senegal, a guy who's on the international terror watch list and was wanted on terrorism-related charges in his own country. So where'd he come? to here. But that's not even the most insane part. Now, the most insane part is that he didn't sneak across the border. He could have, but he didn't. He turned himself into the loving arms of the Department of Homeland Security, the Border Patrol, because he was so unafraid and he got it right. You know what they did? They trafficked him into the country, then turned him loose. In fact, a week went by before ICE even noticed. In fact... They released him on his own reconnaissance. What do you want to bet? We don't have this detail yet. What do you want to bet? He's one of those we put on a plane, even though we didn't know who the hell he actually was and flew him into the interior. Whatever the case, he was released on October 3rd. A week passed before they realized what they did. I says... He's wanted by Senegalese authorities for criminal conspiracy related relation to a terrorist organization, destruction, degradation, and damages in relation to a terrorist organization, and direct provocation, have an armed crowd. So, you know, he'll fit right in with the Democrat Party. He's going to love our summers of love. We thankfully arrested him in New York. We're going to deport him, which is bad news, since I'm sure he'll be right back. Folks, as we've documented exhaustively on this podcast, the Democrats are this close to just going ahead and openly welcoming terrorists into our country, telling us we need to tolerate, accept, and love them and just letting them go. They're this close. In fact, they win this election. Do not be surprised when I do the podcast. We have members of Congress arguing we should just keep them. If you're a new listener of the podcast and you have no idea how bad it actually is in this country, you might think this is an isolated incident. It's not. He's the 170th terrorist we've caught this year. This year, by the way, we've caught more terrorists at the border than the previous five years combined, which means hundreds have gotten away and are running around the country. Insane thing number six. You know what's insane? That Anthony Fauci isn't in prison. The UK Daily Mail broke this story. Anthony Fauci ran a lab in Montana, personally ran it. You paid, but he ran it, where they experimented on bats infected with a coronavirus strain. This is a year before the COVID outbreak. And where did they get the strain? From the Wuhan lab, where else it was shipped in. It's yet more evidence of the ties, the UK Daily Mail correctly says, between the US government and Wuhan lab, as well as the funding of the dangerous virus gain of function research. In fact, the UK Daily Mail even reports that this strain was a disappointment. Why? Because this strain called WIV1 failed to cause strong, robust infections. In human beings. Which was the goal. What But when is this guy going to prison? Anyway, they later got a better strain. You know it today as SARS-CoV-2 or COVID-19. That millions die. So I guess they solved that little problem. But remember what the real scandal here is. It's that under Fauci, we transferred the gain-of-function technology from U.S. universities to the Chinese via the Wuhan lab. And remember, we did that after generals and military leaders in China's People's Liberation Army gave speeches in the early 2000s saying they planned to leapfrog the rest of the world economically using viruses. Viruses that were weaponized. So they told us what they were going to do. And they even told us how specifically they wanted to do it. They wanted to use gain-of-function technology To weaponize viruses to kill humans, but not all humans. Genetically targeted humans. In other words, not ethnically Chinese humans. And so the federal government went, what a great idea. Let's give you the technology. I don't know how else to look at this. That leads us to insane thing number five. This week, according to the UK Daily Mail, the Chinese Ministry of State Security, it is a government agency, issued a statement admitting they already have these gene weapons and that they'd been stolen. Gene weapons, they said, just like they promised they'd develop, that target specific races. They say the data, which AI helped them to develop, had been stolen. They didn't say... By who? Just certain non-governmental organizations. Fuck, this is weird. In the statement, it says that the foreign nations that stole it are engineering weapons that hunt out genetic differences associated with ethnicity and race. Here's a kind of scary paragraph from the announcement. Compared with traditional biological weapons and chemical weapons, genetic weapons are more concealable, deceptive, easy to spread and harmful in the long term and are difficult to prevent, dif- difficult to isolate and low cost. Once used in war, the consequences will be devastating, the ministry ha- says. Folks, I pray this has nothing to do with the thousands of Chinese military-age men that keep coming across our border, more than a thousand percent increase in them. We've documented this trend before on the Battleground podcast that so many of them have the same tattoos, carry the same wallets, and are dressed in the same Close. Wonder what they're here for. I hope we don't find out. Insane thing number four. This clip hit the internet this week and it took it by storm because it frames so perfectly how the left lies about climate change. It's Jessica Savage. Remember her? The anchor of her time, blonde, beautiful. It's 1983. And she's talking about how climate change is going to do catastrophic damage by the 1990s. Here she is, reporting for NBC News at the time. The Reagan administration has proposed making airbags or automatic seatbelts mandatory for new cars. Critics urged immediate action. And finally, a federal report today predicted possible catastrophic warming of the earth by the 1990s with a strong climate change. I'm Jessica Savage in New York. More news later on this NBC station. Wanna pause here for just a sec to thank our sponsor, PhD Weight Loss. You know what the hardest thing about PhD Weight Loss was? Starting. It wasn't losing the 29 pounds. I did that in six months. It wasn't keeping it off. I've kept it off for nine months now. It was getting started. You know why? I'd failed so many other times. I was afraid of the changes I'd have to make in my life. So I found just about every way out of it for a year. And you know what I regret now? That year, I carried around those extra 30 pounds. Once I started, I saw results right away, dropping two to three pounds a week. When, despite exercising and eating pretty well before, I hadn't been able to do that. I'd been barely able to maintain my weight with all that struggle. And PhD weight loss was so easy. Pick your starting date today. Find out more. Go to myphdweightloss.com. That's myphdweightloss.com. You won't regret it. That's my PhDweightLoss.com. Tell them Tara sent you. Insane thing number three. Not only is the Biden administration this close to making accepting terrorists, illegal immigrant terrorists, into this country policy, they're doing something we've never openly done before. Funding terrorist groups. Few Americans watching. The debate between the House, led by Mike Johnson, the new speaker, and the Senate, led by two Democrats, Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer. I know Mitch McConnell is supposed to be the leader of the Republican Party, but he's actually a Democrat. He and Schumer have teamed up to fight for Joe Biden's $106 billion, mostly printed foreign aid package, buried in that, attached to the $14 billion worth of funding for Israel and $60 billion for Ukraine is a staggering $3.5 billion for Gaza. Humanitarian aid. Here's the problem. You know that terror group Hamas, the one that beheaded the babies, raped the women to death? That group, yeah, actually broke women and girls' pelvic bones, raping them to death. Those people. yet yeah, nobody was talking about giving them $3.5 billion before they tied down children and burnt them alive. But they did. And so now we are $3.5 billion, mostly printed. You'll pay at the grocery store and inflationary costs when you check out would go to Gaza. Folks, it is impossible to give them that money and designate it humanitarian aid. Why? Because Hamas is not just a terrorist group located in Gaza. Hamas is the government of Gaza. It was elected in 2006 and then never deigned to hold elections again. Hamas had the support of the majority of the Palestinian people when they got elected. The idea that we're going to reward them with $3.5 billion they weren't going to get before they beheaded Israelis is insane. But it's becoming our state policy. We fund our enemies so they can fight us and everybody else, apparently. And all the better if they're terrorists. In fact, they're not the only terrorists we learn we're funding this week. Keep your eye on this fact. This is going to become standard practice in Washington. Whatever terror group we're battling, whatever terror group uh, kills us, and Hamas killed 30 of us, gets funding from us. Not before they kill us or murder innocent Israeli children, but after as a reward. Or they get increased funding in the case of Hamas. Insane thing number two is a perfect example of this. Thanks to a Washington Free Beacon investigation, We now know the Taliban controlled government of Afghanistan is getting, you might want to sit down for this, $80 million of your tax dollars every roughly 10 days to 14 days. Wait, the Taliban, wasn't that the terror group implicated in 9-11 working alongside Al-Qaeda? Yep. Wait, 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 the Taliban, weren't those the people we went to war with? in the Afghan war, like fought for 20 years, spent over $4 trillion trying to defeat, we're still paying off most of that, by the way. Yeah, that'd be the same Taliban. You mean the people directly responsible for the assassination of those 13 service members? Yeah, them. We've given them roughly $11 billion since we fled Afghanistan after installing the Gitmo 5, literally the leaders of the Taliban, who, by the way, should not even be out of Guantanamo Bay. They should have been tried. The war released by Barack Obama, ensconced in a mansion in Doha, and then literally installed by our military before we left. See, that's misinformation. A lot of people say, including Fox News, when they report this, that Afghanistan fell. It did not. We installed, as I've explained many times in the Battleground podcast, using the New York Post as my source, we deliberately installed the Taliban's leadership straight from the Gitmo five via Doha into control of Afghanistan. And I told you at the time I forecast this on the Battleground podcast. I said, Joe and Jake Sullivan, were going to have to figure out how to get them billions of dollars because Afghanistan doesn't really have much of an economy and there's no funding for their military. I mean, even with The billions of dollars of equipment that we left them, uh, they were not going to be able to maintain the fighters they needed to control Afghanistan without cash infusions to keep their government going. And Joe's been ponying up like the Hamas money. It's supposed to be aid for the people. Um, But according to a special inspector general report for Afghanistan reconstruction, it's called Saigar at least 2.5 billion dollars and as much as 11 billion has flown into the Taliban coffers or into the coffers of Taliban controlled government agencies and NGOs who basically the way it works a lot of this cash goes to the NGO and then they literally kidnap the members of the NGO uh, and or take their stuff. So I mean once it hits the country it's it's theirs. So we're keeping them in power which is astonishing When you consider that in March, there was a national security hearing with all the bigwigs from the Pentagon who told Congress under oath that Afghanistan was turning into a terror training haven and that they would have the capability and they expected them to attempt to cross our border, but they would have the capability to come here and effect a terror attack within about six months. Again, that was in March. This is October, so... Again, the official policy in Washington now seems to be to pay for our own destruction, just to make it fair. Which leads us to insane thing number one. We're actually looking at, for the first time in years, what it would be like to have the leader of the Republicans in one of the houses actually be a Republican instead of controlled opposition. I'm not being sarcastic. That is literally what Kevin McCarthy is. Ditto for Mitch McConnell. This is the answer to the mystery. Of why it is that even when Democrats are in power, it seems their agenda gets funded 100%. This is the answer to the mystery of how Joe Biden managed to find at least $2.5 billion of your dollars to pay the Taliban. I mean... Aren't the Republicans in charge of the House? How did this keep happening? As I've explained exhaustively in the past, Kevin McCarthy is not a Republican. He's a guy posing as a Republican who has a dark money fund that was the terror of Washington. It's stuff chock full of globalist and Democrat money. And what Kevin McCarthy would do with it was spend an average of $700,000 against you, If you didn't vote with him and as we saw since he was elected speaker, voting with him meant lock, stock and barrel voting for Joe Biden's agenda. That's where Joe Biden got the money for the Taliban and every other terrible thing he's doing. Like think about this. All those plane tickets to fly those illegals into the country. It totals billions of dollars. That's bad. Joe's doing that. And our side will tell you that all day long. Our media. But they never address the topic, almost never, of, well, okay, but where did Joe get that money? Can't we cut it out? We can, if we use appropriations bills. That's why Matt Gates took out, correctly took out, and I supported him the whole way, Kevin McCarthy, because McCarthy promised to unlock the gates. He promised the Republicans 12 appropriations bills. We could go in and defund the people at the Department of Justice, who are politically persecuting Trump. We could defund the billions in plane tickets and bus tickets. We could defund the CPB1 app. We could defund the Taliban. We could defund Hamas. We can defund any damn thing we like. And Kevin McCarthy protected Joe Biden's agenda by not allowing the Republicans to do the 12 separate appropriations bills as he promised them when they made him speaker. He broke that promise. Instead, Kevin McCarthy stabbed them in the back and insisted on doing what are calling CRs, continuing resolutions. It's an up or down vote. You can't go in there and cut anything out. So the Republicans under McCarthy and McConnell were just as responsible for this absolute nightmare we're living through on the border. Everything that's bad that Joe does that we've ever detailed here, they're just as responsible. Well, Matt Gates overthrew, and a brave few overthrew Kevin McCarthy, What literally risking not only their own political destruction and humiliation by Kevin McCarthy, but also having agencies like the FBI come after them. I mean, it took an incredible amount of balls to do what they did. And Mike Johnson uh, did not slither in there. Uh, he was not one of Kevin McCarthy's cronies, not at all. McCarthy b- blocked almost everybody Uh, that was put up to replace him including his own lieutenants so what happened was at the last minute a republican congressman from new york stood up uh, and nominated mike johnson and kevin mccarthy had not found a way to block it he didn't have it planned hadn't made the deals because he was trying to reinstall himself and johnson slipped through if i'm going to end up ultimately liking johnson but anybody without a dark money fund is a massive improvement over kev because they're not owned by the democrats See, the democrats figured out hey you know what instead of trying to beat republicans which is really expensive we'll just pay off their leaders to kill them off for us and support our agenda and that is why whether the democrats are in or out of power it doesn't seem to matter these agencies only answer to them and only their agenda is funded Well, you're getting a look and pay close attention to it because it's fascinating at what is happening when somebody who just is a Republican, okay, is actually in charge. And what does he do? Joe Biden wants one hundred and six billion dollars printed money because we're out of real money. uh, That's 60 billion for Ukraine, 14 billion for Israel, 14 billion to pay literally to process illegal immigrants that's what that's for that's the hotel rooms the planes all of that stuff all lumped together with israel because congress members don't want to be seen voted against israel and the most pernicious part of all that 3.5 billion dollars for hamas that they desperately need to be able to hold on and to fight israel mike johnson said oh hell no kevin mccarthy would have never done that nope he would have jammed this down their throat in fact, Mitch McConnell, who has a similar dark money fund and is unfortunately the leader of the Republican Party, has thrown in with the Democrats vowing to block Mike Johnson's bill. So you can see today that Mitch McConnell is not even actually a Republican. He has joined with Chuck Schumer to fight the Republicans to make sure this never gets to Joe's desk. So what is what passed the House here is glorious on two levels because it gives it, it makes funding for Israel standalone, not attached to. To funding for the Hamas terror group or Ukraine or anything else, but he also takes $14 billion straight out of the cash funds that Joe Biden, Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer used to double the size of the IRS. That's $80 billion that was supposed to go for agents to terrorize you and me. And we can already see, by the way, how the IRS is going to use those agents because liberal news reporter Matt Taibbi, who wrote the Twitter files, and wrote about Joe Biden's illegal censorship of conservatives, was literally testifying, remember this? Testifying about it before Congress. The IRS sent agents to his front door to intimidate him while he was testifying before Congress. So that doubling of the IRS, they're just building a thug bureaucrat army to come after us. So Mike Johnson is trying to get money out of that fund, taking that actual 14 billion cash and sending it to people who will not terrorize us, the Israeli government. Now, I'd rather we don't spend the money, period. But if we have to, and it's already spent, I would much rather take as much of it from the IRS and give it to somebody safer. That is what Johnson is doing. So what he's trying to do here is, number one, expose Mitch McConnell, um, but also force Joe Biden and the Senate on an up and down vote against funding for Israel. And he's also forcing them to finally take a stand because everybody could hide behind the CR bills on, hey, do we really want to double the size of the IRS? This is how you fight. Make them go on record. This would have never happened under Kevin McCarthy. Joe's bill, as Joe constructed it, would have been rammed down our throats, complete with funding for the Hamas terrorists. And here's the galling part, as I pointed out earlier. Nobody was talking about giving them $3.5 billion before their commander was caught. Did you hear about this, by the way? The phone calls on on the Internet Hamas commander his uh, deputy calls him and says hey we got all these Jewish heads we've cut their heads off he says hey you know play a game with them play soccer with them and video yourself doing it those people before they severed those heads no one in Washington was talking about another 3.5 billion dollars for them and they get it now so you can see how truly evil the Uniparty is and who they are and unfortunately the number one ranking Republican Mitch McConnell is also one of the members. So, so far, Mike Johnson's been great. Look, he's going to have to compromise here. He's not going to win this one, but this is how you govern if you want to win. Kevin McCarthy did not want to win, and thank God he's not our leader anymore.
2: Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers.